Hey friends and recreators, this is Nick. Let me ask you a question. When you hear the words toxic masculinity, what do you think of? For many of us, the definition will be different. However, it doesn't change the impact that toxic masculinity can have. On this episode, we're gonna look at some of those impacts, but more importantly, we're gonna look at what we can do to begin to change that narrative. If you're ready to learn, let's dive in. I recently had a conversation with a woman that I know and she had mentioned that it was hard for her to see men cry because men aren't supposed to cry. Now, we've all heard sayings like big boys don't cry or why don't you be a man or man up. These sayings and these behaviors, they become so commonplace within our culture that when you run across a book like maybe Cry Like a Man, it can be so shocking oftentimes because the message heard is that men are not allowed to express these type of emotions. It can rob men of expressing their full nature of their emotions, or it can create barriers that make it difficult for us to reach out for the help that a lot of times men need. And I wanna talk about three ways that toxic masculinity has caused damage in our culture and what we can do to change the narrative. Let's dive in. Number one, it taught us that emotions are a sign of weakness instead of strength. Have you ever heard sayings growing up, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about, or that awkward feeling of receiving a hug or physical affection from someone? Our emotions are a gift that we can use to experience this life. And they have so many different ranges and flavors. I was just recently at a men's conference that talked about how we need to understand as men how to display an, a wide range of our emotions besides just rage. When we're belittled and we're chastised at young ages of showing a lot of these emotions, the tendency for many men is to lock some of those feelings away. And after all, the environment is telling me that it's not safe for me to have those type of feelings. And this is the best way I know how to protect myself. This mindset, if you really think about it, has caused many of us to look back and say, I only saw my dad cry maybe twice in my life. Emotions are not a sign of weakness, but emotions are a sign of life. In his book, Jason Williams and Cry Like a Man, fighting from freedom from emotional incarceration, he says that aggressively yelling at a boy is as effective as attempting to stitch up a wound with a needle with no suture. So discipline without love is ineffectual. So when we come from these environments where we're not allowed to really express our emotions and who we are as men, these are some of the difficulties that we can face. Number two, it creates a barrier for men to reach out when they need help. If I came from this environment that viewed an expression of these emotions as weakness, then part of the natural outcome is going to be that men are not going to be willing to reach out to someone when they need help. This is one of the things that I faced when I ran into my own difficulties and struggles. It was so hard a lot of times for me to lower my pride and really just be willing to reach out to somebody and ask somebody for help, reach out to my wife, reach out to my friends, reach out to my loved ones and tell them what I was going through because I didn't feel like I'd be able to express that I was really going through these emotions. 
Now, these barriers can be created a lot of times for a number of reasons, but there's a couple of reasons that I think that that they really do get created. Number one, we just don't feel safe enough to share this information. As a man, I may not want you to know that part of my life. And even though I know it's a, it's a part of my life that needs healing, sometimes I just don't want you to be in that area. I don't want you to be in that space. I don't want you to look at me as less of a man. And I fear that if you find out about that part of me, then you would look at me as less of a man. So sometimes I may not share that information. Number two, most times we don't know how to articulate what's bothering us. I know there have been many a times where I've gotten into maybe a discussion or a disagreement with my wife, and I don't understand how to explain to her what it is that's making me upset. And then hours later, maybe even a day later, I understand what was really bothering me and I'm able to put it into words. For a lot of us, because we were growing up or we were brought up in a sense that says that we can't express those emotions, when it comes time for us to put those emotions into words, we simply just don't know how to do it. Majority of us as men, we did not learn or grow up learning emotional intelligence and how to communicate what we're feeling or what we're needing. The majority of our communication is men. It comes through competition or performance or doing something physically, right? And so we're not taught that there's a way for us to be able to communicate what we need by the using the words that we have in order to get those needs met. And this is the challenge that we run into. Lastly, how I feel like toxic masculinity can cause damage to us is that it's really a lot of times responsible for a good majority of the guilt, the frustration and the fear that most men feel. There's a burden that 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 comes with this weight of toxic masculinity. And for a lot of guys, sometimes that burden can really feel crushing. I know that I've experienced times where I'm under a lot of pressure, I'm under pressure, I'm under a lot of stress, and literally I can feel it physically within my chest. I can feel it physically within my shoulders, and it can oftentimes just really seem crushing. And so when we're in these environments that cause this pressure, it causes this fear to root up within us. It can really cause us to feel like that we just can't get it all together. When you think about the fear that men carry of not being able to measure up to the standards of the environment around them, oftentimes it can be, it can feel so deflating. It can feel so debilitating to many of us and really just trying to become the best version of ourselves. Freedom from the limitations that others have placed around us and freedom to be who we were meant to be, it can really a lot of times release a lot of that tension that most of us wrestle with as men. But when we're in these toxic environments, it can add to that pressure. So what do we do? Number one, I think that in order for us to change the narrative of a lot of what we're seeing when it comes to this type of masculinity, these conversations are really what's important. Us being able to talk as men, us being able to communicate as men, what we're feeling, the emotions that we're going through, the things that we're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis and communicate to those that we love, those that are close to us, those that are near to us is really what's going to be key into us helping us to become healed and helping us to become 
hold and inevitably being able to help release a lot of that tension that most of us as men are walking through and really going through. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that there's different things that we see within our culture and within our society that create this toxic masculinity? Do you think that there's things that we've learned or that we've grown up learning that have really created these different type of viewpoints within our mind? I'd love to hear down below in a comment. Also, check out this interview that I did with a good friend of mine, Arrington, where we looked at this very issue of toxic masculinity in our culture. And we also talked about a little bit more what we can do to change that narrative. And I'll make sure that I leave it in the description below. Lastly, if you're a guy out there or you're someone that that needs to find a safe space or needs help as a man, I want you to check out Recreated Man. This is a community that we just launched with life recreated and it's meant to be a place where men can find a safe space and find some of the tools that they need on their mental health journey and i'll make sure that i put that in a link in the description down below this has been nick with the life recreated podcast until next time keep learning keep healing and keep growing